Hey guys, welcome back to the show and thank you so much for tuning in. If it's your first time here, I'm Lauren and this is Liam. Hello. And we have a fun show to get to today. First off, Shutdown STEM is the new movement on social media urging scientists and researchers, people in STEM to put aside their actual work and research for the day and instead focus on learning about anti-racism initiatives and just in general, social justice. I told you, I told you folks that this was gonna spread beyond academia and the humanities. You were warned. And next up, we're going to be talking about white saviors and why some activists think that apparently even well-meaning white saviors in entertainment media are just super duper racist, like most things are nowadays. Uh, So it's going to be a fun time together. But first, I want to let you folks know about Tommy John. So Father's Day is, of course, coming up. And Tommy John, the revolutionary underwear and clothing brand, knows that comfort is for everyone. Yep, even dad. So give him the softest, most breathable base he's ever worn. Plus, Tommy John is offering their best Father's Day deal ever with 25% off site-wide, including including easy-to-gift sets that you can order straight from your phone directly to dad's door. I'm actually wearing part of my Tommy John loungewear set right now. It is so, so comfortable, perfect. If you're working at home, you can even dress it up a little bit like I at least attempted to do. I was just frankly too comfortable to change. Uh, Remember to get your order in before June 17th to ensure that your gift arrives before Father's Day. Tommy John has the perfect gift for all the dads in your life or for yourself. Deliver comfort to dad's door with 25% off site-wide at tommyjohn.com slash Lauren. That's tommyjohn.com slash Lauren for 25% off site-wide. See site for details. All right. So we have this Mary Sue article kind of explaining what this movement is about. And to clarify, uh, shut down STEM and shut down academia were kind of like, I guess, sister hashtags. People were doing both. But mm-hmm. at this point, we know this stuff has infiltrated academia. Of course. That's not news. Yeah. So this article says that shut down STEM is a community initiative of STEM professionals, researchers, and academics working together to demand racial justice. The scientists are collaborating with Particles for Justice and Vanguard STEM to call for a strike on Wednesday, June 10th. Their mission statement reads, our responsibility starts with our role in society. In academia, our thoughts and words turn into new ways of knowing. Our research papers turn into media releases, books, and legislation that reinforce anti-Black narratives. In STEM, we create technologies that affect every part of our society and are routinely weaponized against Black people. Black academic and Black STEM professionals are hurting because they exist in and are attacked by institutional and systemic racism. Black people have been working tirelessly for change alongside their indigenous and people of color allies. So apparently just white people not helping at all is what I'm getting. Yeah, from that. you're not allowed to be an ally unless you're indigenous or either color. Yeah, I think it's like NBPOC, which I didn't know what that meant for the longest time. I keep seeing that on social media. I think mm. it's non-black POC, NBPOC, because nice. uh, we have to like further yes. like racialize and segregate and it's rank so weird. people. What's weird to me, too, is that like that hierarchy of like blacks on the top, it seems to even be taking place here in Canada where it's like we basically had very little like widespread racism against blacks. Like yeah, it was more in, like if you ask me, yeah. indigenous people in Canada oh, like up like, until like the 90s. Like, yeah, I mean, not to say there wasn't racism against blacks here. There was, but like the systemic racism, like indigenous the, 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 people, the, for sure. the stuff that was enforced by our country was like, it's not even close. Yeah. But there's still like this thing here where it's like we have Black Lives Matter protests. We had huge ones. Yeah, in, in Montreal Toronto, and Toronto. It's, like, it's confusing. So I'm not surprised to see this starting in STEM. Um, you know, we've talked about this before on the show, how even if you don't care about social justice, social justice cares about you. They don't yes. care who you are, or what you do. They want to be 
you know, at the forefront of your life every single day. This is why we're seeing this uh, in pretty much every institution. So, I yeah. mean, um, when I first started making videos around four years ago, I had people saying, oh, this is just on Tumblr. This is just the humanities, et cetera, et cetera. No, it's not. It's no. it's not. And we've tried to warn people. Um, and it's the strangest thing because I really see social justice as being all about feelings and STEM being about being objective. So I, I am a little bit confused as to how the people who are in STEM pushing this reconcile those two things. Yeah, I mean, to me, one of the things I saw on Twitter recently that I thought was interesting was the idea that th these people that were taking all these feminist classes would go out into the world and be sorely disappointed. Yeah. But instead, what they've done is they've done what every other generation has done in the past, and they have changed the world because they are the in next their generation. own image, yeah, right? In their the own reverse. image. <laughs> so instead of being woken up, what they're doing is they're just making systemic changes to mm -hmm. places like like the STEM industry, which wasn't safe. It was never safe. And I've actually taken a class literally on the philosophy of science. So it talks about um, basically the underpinnings of what scientific theory is about. And in there, there's feminist theories about. Um, science and about data and about all kinds of things of that nature. So instead of just being about, you know, you, you might not have these kinds of theories popping up in like, you know, your physics classes. Yeah, not yet. And I don't know if you ever would, but the I thing is, will. I mean, it's it's possible, definitely. But they want to, what they want to do is they want to infiltrate the base of science. They want to define what the empirical method is really about. Um, they want to be in every part of science implicitly, under it all. And that's what they've been working on. Yeah, which is, I don't think, going to work in the long run, or at least not to the success and benefit of science, because no. this critical theory stuff, it's all about subjectivity, relativity, yeah. and things like that. And science should be about trying to make things as objective as possible. Because yes. if we're talking about the way the natural world functions, or even biology, it's not really up to interpretation. It's not really yeah. up to, uh, well, what's your background? What colors your skin? So I know how much stock to put into what you say. It doesn't work like that. I'm surprised to see so many STEM people falling for this type of thing because you would think they would know to look at the actual data. A lot of it, would, a lot of which does debunk social justice narratives. But what I think the issue is, is that in a lot of universities now, even if you choose to go into a STEM field or business field, you still have general education classes yeah. you need to take, which involve things like gender study, uh, yeah. Africana study, and things like that. One of the things you just said I think was important was they should look at the data to yeah. see what it says about their theories. But even the data is flawed, But of I course, guess. they'll yeah. argue that the data is flawed. It's, it, it, has, it was done by white men, so of course it has some kind of bias because if, you, if the science is done by someone like that then, and it's not done by a whole group of different people of color and all sorts of different people in there of diversity, then it, it can't be objective is, is one of their arguments. Of course, one of the problems with their theory, which they use to explain basically the, the entire way society works, is that it's unfalsifiable. You know, you can't prove critical theory to be wrong yeah. in in a scientific sense, at any rate. It's like you can't prove that society isn't racist because they're always going to use like, oh, well, it's because of this, yeah. which is also racist, of which course. is very unscientific, by the way. A scientific theory needs to be falsifiable. Uh, but we have some posts here from people who are taking part in shutdown STEM that I thought we could go through. This person, Dr. Crystal Grant, she says, being hashtag black in the ivory, which I will admit, 
It's pretty catchy. Says she says is being required to do unpaid labor. I'm pretty sure that's just like interns in general and mm. yeah, lower level people. She also continues getting colleagues to recognize their anti-blackness, doing the the diversity work because your program won't hire diverse faculty, mentoring other POC students. Meanwhile, your white colleagues get to just focus on their science. It seems like you would also have the opportunity to just focus on science, right? It seems like the the only person who's pushing all of these racial responsibilities onto yourself is you yeah and frankly to me this person sounds insufferable to work with yes and if i worked with her i'd probably she'd probably understand that i think that she's insufferable mm -hmm. right i mean i i don't beat around the bush i'd probably you know it is what it is but it's not because she's black or because i'm racist it's, it's because of her personality you're insufferable yeah. and you you think everything is about race despite the fact that it's got nothing to do with that. Yeah, and the good news, though, is that you can work on your personality. So that would be yes. my, my tip to this woman. Maybe people would be more keen to work with you if you were less of a nag. Next up, we have Sarah Fletcher, who looks like a good liberal white feminist ally. She says, I'm participating in hashtag shutdown STEM, hashtag strike for black lives tomorrow. No research, no meetings. I'll be spending the day developing an anti-racism action plan for my first year as a professor. Want to join me? So this is what's scary to me is yeah. that this person apparently is going to become a professor she's going to be teaching an entire generation of new scientists and new researchers and her entire underpinning is apparently based in this social justice racial activism yeah. thing which is i mean if i were a student and i maybe pick stem specifically because i thought i would get away from this stuff i would be disappointed in that next up we have rob kaladi says tomorrow our lab will hashtag shut down stem to focus on improving diversity instead of research we will work on defining best practices for our lab and recommend recommendations for hiring in our department this is what scares me as well right yeah. if anything sh everything should be about merit but especially science, right? Like, I mean, yeah. you having a different skin color isn't going to make your research more innovative, more helpful to society. Yeah, you don't um, want the guys designing your spaceships to be like uh, the diversity hires, right? You don't, yeah. you don't, you want things to work in science. Uh, you would hope. We also have Dr. Jess Wade saying today is, is hashtag shutdown STEM. So let's talk about what's going so wrong in UK physics. Of all the physics admissions in the UK, 0.1% are black. This is kind of a, a social justice idea. And you would think that someone who is a physicist would understand that you you don't have to have systemic discrimination to have differences in overall populations, whether it be in the, the amount of crime they commit, the amount of physicists that they have, or whatever it may be, right? Different groups have different outcomes. There are a yes. lot of differences it's culturally, not, socially, whatever. It's not systemic racism that the average height of an Asian man is less than that of a, a man of European descent. Right. Or, so is it is it racism that prevents Chinese Americans getting into the NBA? Like, are we going to... Yeah. Why aren't there more Jews as basketball players? It must be systemic, right? Like, why? They don't talk about that. No. And, and I mean, that's one of the things that's concerning about all this is you're starting to see people that are scientists engage in things that are not even social science. It's it's humanities. Yeah, right? it's so, just pure, I think, hogwash. But yeah, yeah. humanities, if we're um, being being generous. And this is this is my favorite one. Hey, today is hashtag shutdown STEM day, which means if you're in academia in STEM, you should not be promoting your research slash work, etc. And instead spend today learning why hashtag Black Lives Matter. If there's one Thing we know is amazing for the future of STEM. It's not talking about STEM or working on STEM mm -hmm. in any way, instead devoting your time to other things. <laughs> yeah, to like yeah. to like nonsense as well. Sorry. Like oh, the, the, the yeah. whole critical movement is ridiculous. And 
I'm definitely pro Victor Orban here, where he just like he just like basically banned it from Hungary. Yeah, it just says know? no. You guys are. Yeah. I, I would say it's actually it's subversive what oh, they're teaching oh, right for now. Sure. So it's like, why is the government teaching something that is encouraging people to foment? Yeah division may actual insurrections at some point if we look at what's happening in seattle right now yeah this this is all very actually dangerous stuff um defund and, universities yes yes defund thank universities. you i could i could get on board with that idea uh, i think ultimately if you do want more poc in stem because you think there has been systemic discrimination the truth of the matter is you as a scientist it's too late to actually just say let's hire less qualified people because they're black if anything it speaks to the need to reform the education system right Let, let's talk about um elementary schools high schools and try to get students more equal opportunities there in the hopes that things are more equitable and more merit-based when they're older but it's you you can't just say racism bad therefore i'm going to hire a bunch of black people even if they may not be the most qualified we have this person who seems to have a little bit of a chip on her shoulder she says cite black scientists invite us to talk about our science don't make us the face of your inclusion and diversity committees don't ask us to build solutions learn to say our name correctly uh, give us credit so on the one hand she wants people to cite her invite her to talk about about science but on the other don't ask her to build solutions so it's like do you yeah. want more responsibility or do you not what she wants is a free ride by more the sounds credit, of it yeah. it's just give me all the credit for doing probably random work i don't mm -hmm. know maybe her work's great to be honest i have no idea but she wants to be cited more she doesn't want to have to do any other work she wants the white people to do it for her yeah um to me this is delusional kind of thinking for sure. And we have more to talk about. But first, I want to save you all some money with Patriot Mobile. So while Democrats and their media allies keep making it harder for Americans to get out of this economic nightmare, Patriot Mobile has tried to help by lowering their prices even further. Right now, their U.S.-based team is standing by to design your customized family plan starting at just $25. Get the same reliable nationwide service and support a company that shares your values, supports the Constitution, and puts people before profits. Switching is easy. Keep your phone number bring your own phone or buy a new one right now when you join their family of freedom-loving americans get free activation and a free gift with the offer code lauren so call 972 patriot that is 972 patriot or visit patriotmobile.com lauren get your customized family plan today starting at just 25 dollars. again that's 972 patriot 972 patriot or patriotmobile.com slash lauren all right so now we're gonna be talking about white saviors in media First off, just to be upfront about this, Liam is not a movie fan. No. No, he is uh, quite critical. The whole time is I've known him. Is there such a thing as a movie anymore? Or is it just propaganda? Some some movies are still good. No, you're wrong about that. I, you liked A Quiet Place. That was good. Yeah. Okay. But there's like once in a blue moon because half the movies you like end up, no, more than half. They are propaganda in the end. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know that you're the expert here, but... Well, Every now and again, you're right. Yeah, there there is a concept uh, in especially entertainment media, but it's not just exclusive to that, called the white savior. And pretty much it's a white person um, who ends up helping, saving poor, marginalized, non-white people. A yeah. great example of this is, I think, um, you know, Dances with Wolves or Avatar in a certain sense, right? Yeah, Non-white guy becomes the most awesome member and savior of a, sorry, white guy becomes the most awesome member and savior of a non-white society. Yeah, I wonder if The Last Samurai would fit in yes, there too. Yes, yes, it does. It and does so, fit in there. Yeah. Uh, this is actually an interesting concept to talk about though, especially in regard to our last segment, right? So shutdown stem, it kind of seems like they're asking for white people to help POC. Now we're, we're learning about people who 
don't like the idea of white people helping POC. Uh, we have this video from Insider, which will apparently explain to us why white savior stereotypes are so harmful. The film Hidden Figures is based on a true story, and one of its most powerful scenes is when Al Harrison, played by Kevin Costner, heroically rips down a coloreds only sign above a women's restroom. Kevin Costner's character is what's known as a white savior. A white character who saves a person of color from their troubles. Troubles that the person of color can't save themselves from. This whole social justice thing is kind of confusing because to me that sounds a lot like being a white ally, which yeah. I thought is what we're supposed to do. Like use mm -hmm. our white privilege for good to lift up people of color. Yeah, I thought that the people in the North in the Civil War were the good guys, and uh, you know, particularly in the per black, the books of them who's black. No, just white and, saviors. You know, to me, it's like the fact that the British went around the world to, to abolish slavery. Yeah. And incur like spent a massive amount of money to do it. You know, it's like people of color needed, and and they still do. They need the people that have the hold, you know, the highest population in these places to yeah. help them get out of institutional racism because it did it did exist obviously. yeah of course and when when you have especially back then then things like jim crow or actual slavery you can't make societal changes in a society that's majority white without the help of the white population no. right does that diminish the contributions of black activists of course not but no. it's just a simple truth of the matter that these things need to be done together which i think actually makes them more powerful because it symbolizes how um, change is more effective when we're unified how unity can actually bring about a better society sure. and moreover that that we can live together peaceably yeah you know like that that to me is the ultimate message that we can work together and that we can live together in peace and have a flourishing society right but I don't think that they like that narrative anymore. No. It's, it's quite strange to me. No matter how black or multicultural a film is in its content, filmmakers would have us believe that white characters are the best vehicles for the story. Characters of color become far less important in their own stories. And yes, many white savior films are based on true stories, but they often either oversimplify race issues or flat out get things wrong. Filmmakers seem to believe that if stories about people of color are told in a real and authentic way, then white characters would have little to no place in them. Well, maybe that's how it should be. So pretty much just advocating for full-on segregation, it seems there. Just white people, get out. That's what it seems to me. It's yeah. like, because what can a white person do in, in, in these people's view, right? It's like their allyship in these circumstances is obviously not welcome because right. they're they're taking the spotlight, even if their allyship in these circumstances might necessary. have... Necessary. Necessary and also might have put the white person's... Like, they might have had to go through real sacrifice to right. do that. Um, you know, they, they just... There's no winning. If you prostrate yourself, it's never enough. Right, especially it's interesting that they even themselves admit that some of these are based on true stories. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Like these people actually did do these things, but they you know, existed. Yeah, these white people existed. Of course, if you don't give in to their demands, you're you're like a racist. Uh, what do we do? Hmm. What what do we have to do as as white people? What do we do? Do we just go back to Europe? But then also, Europe needs to accept more migrants. Yeah, I, I don't and, it, understand. and it's it's a racist dog whistle to imply that white people have any type of ownership over Europe. Oh, right? yeah, that's true. So there, there really is a no white right right way about it, especially if if you remember a while ago, we did a segment about the, the book American Dirt, and it was written by a white woman, and it was the center of a huge amount of controversy. Mm. The story 
tells um, the tale of basically a Mexican woman with her son fleeing, I think it's cartels, and trying to get to the American border. And it's a very progressive, very pro-immigration story. But the problem is it was written by a white woman. Now, the white woman tried to consult with uh, Mexican groups and things like that. But still, because it was a white woman telling a non-white story, it was deemed racist. So here we have, you can't write a, a story featuring a white character if you're white and have it be about allyship because that's yeah. being a white savior. You can't write a story about a non-white person if you're a white person because that's cultural appropriation. So like you said, what are you supposed to do? I don't know. It's like, I'm even confused now because of the abolish the police thing. It's like, are cartels even bad now in the in the leftist view? Yeah. Aren't cartels the future of these like places where they have no police? Maybe that's, that's just the, the future of like any type of order in this dystopia is the cartels. Yeah. We have more of the video to get to, but first I want to talk to you about Freedom Debt Solutions. So the anxiety and stress caused by debt is overwhelming, especially now with everything happening. But there's a way out. You do not have to go through it alone. Freedom Debt Solutions is here to help. There's no one size fits all solution to getting out of debt. But Freedom Debt Solutions has more than 400 debt experts standing by to recommend the right solution for your specific situation. No matter which solution you qualify for, Freedom Debt Solutions could help you get rid of expensive credit card debt faster than you can on your own with one low affordable monthly program payment. Since 2002, Freedom Debt Solutions has served over 750,000 clients and settled over 2.7 million accounts and over $10 billion in debt. So if you have $10,000 or more in credit card debt and are struggling to make monthly payments, there is hope. Stop the stress and anxiety your debt is causing. Get your free personalized debt consultation today. Go to freedomdebtsolutions.com slash Lauren. That's freedomdebtsolutions.com slash Lauren. Freedomdebtsolutions.com slash Lauren. So unfortunately, we have more of this awful video to get through. Not ours, though. No. Ours is amazing. <laughs> Viewers may leave a white savior film saying, thank God we are not like this anymore. When in fact, many of us are still exactly like this. In a time where politicians are being outed for wearing blackface, white supremacists are on the rise, and racially motivated shootings are in the headline, these look how far we've come white savior movies are becoming increasingly tiring. I don't think it's outrageous to say that race relations or things for black people are better now than they are in the 70s. Well, they're better now than they ever have been in the history of the world. Right. So I, I don't think it's, I mean, and the, the examples he uses, things like the blackface, yeah. that's the Virginia governor, who's a Democrat, by the way. That wasn't contemporary, right? No. This, this was a while ago, not to excuse it, but to- Wasn't that his high school graduation photo or something? So, it was nature? either high school or college or something. It was, yeah. it was, it was, it was a, a while ago, ago, black and white photo. Um, and, and things like the hate yeah. groups on the rise by many metrics, racism is at the lowest it's ever been, right? People yeah. willing to- date interracially except a family member who has dated interracially uh live next to a person of a different race all of these metrics we are getting less and less racist so trying to make it seem like white savior films give a, a false impression yeah. of hope or racial concili conciliation yes uh is that no hang on that's still not the word whatever i mean well, listen, you know what listen, i mean yeah <laughs> the, the truth is though what he did in that video was yeah. he brought up three headlines from three huge media organizations all from the left all pushing the same thing that racial tensions are rising yeah. and and the reality is if you look at the data it's not true it's mm -hmm. certainly not true that white on black violence is on the rise or that it's it's systemically being right. pushed you know like the data does not show that at all right but it does seem like 
race relations are deteriorating lately, as you may have noticed. Yeah, uh, and I, I think it's because of people like this, the race baiting, right? If you're yeah. told constantly well, that race relations are bad, that white people hate you, you will start to believe it. Yeah, I believe that. And, and it's, so it's because of people like this, but this person, I think, is further down the line than yeah. I think where like the CNNs of the world and the places that's that, you know, every headline that has a white person doing a crime is white man does blank. And then you might have seen recently there's a horrifying video going around from Southern Ireland, County Cork, mm-hmm. where that involves a, a young Irish um, man or even boy. I'm not sure how old he was, but he was being killed laughed at stabbed to death while Did being he filmed dying? yeah he died oh, gosh. um and it's by an african it was, it was by it was by an african migrant and they were asking the media in ireland was asking people not to share the video or pictures of the perpetrator and it, so in that circumstance they're hiding the ethnicity of this person entirely but, but if, if it were reversed, if it were reversed, they make it a racial thing, even yeah. though most of the time it, it's probably just humans being humans to each other. Right. So what what also frustrates me about this is that it seems like they attack. And by they, I mean, uh, the social justice advocates, any anything in the past that made it seem like people of different races could be friends or, or, or allies or even romantic interests. Anytime there's a story of a white savior or something like that, they accuse it of whitewashing the history of non-white people. Yeah. They, they don't like anything that makes it seem like white people and non-white people could be friends or could yeah. be working together, which is actually very disrespectful to the people in the past who actually did go against serious societal norms in order to have that interracial friendship or relationship. They're erasing the existence and the bravery and the tolerance of Mm -hmm. those people because it dismantles the narrative that every single white person, uh, especially in the past, was an evil racist bigot. Yeah. No, I agree. I mean, I, I, I just think that most people now, I'm seeing more and more of it now, and I'm almost on the same boat where it's like, I don't know if our wounds are going to heal from this this type of conflict the, the two sides just seem to be getting further and further apart there yeah. are there are lots of us who who i think we were pretty close to having an opportunity of a society that was truly you know not a racist society but it seems like because of the this critical theory that that opportunity it's slipping um, through our fingers is, in a way yeah it's slipping away from us and i i don't know that america is going to um unify again Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people are, are feeling similarly pessimistic. Yeah. We have this insider article that actually is a companion piece to that video. And it's a, specifically about the film The Help, which if you haven't seen, it is on Netflix now, as the article explains. It's basically about this white college girl that tries to help in the civil rights movement that focuses on, um, I guess, domestic helpers and things like that. I haven't seen it. Uh, it seems like a movie you watch with your mom, but apparently... seems like a movie you should never watch. Frankly. Yeah, it's apparently... probably all propaganda just to make you feel bad about the color of your skin. Let's be honest. Well, I, I don't know. It seems like it, it was an uplifting story, though, about a uh, white uh, sure. person helping black people. And sure. Look at the fight. details. There will yeah. not be a positive white man in that movie, nearly guaranteed. Okay? I almost promise you that. Yeah. Uh, it, it's like, yes, there's, there's going to be one person in this that is helpful, but I don't think the message, everything, all the subtleties in that will be yeah. white man bad. Like I said, I haven't seen it. 
This author doesn't like the movie either. She says, movies like The Help have been promoted and touted as inspiring narratives about racism and the capacity for change in this country for decades. Intentions of those who praise the movie may be well-meaning, but those opinions are ultimately uninformed and damaging. The Help was on the New York Times bestseller for more than 100 weeks, and the film rights were sold before the book was even published. The backlash was also immediate, ranging from critics saying white author Catherine Stockett wasn't the right person to tell the story of black maids, and that the book white whitewashed the civil rights movement. The movie faced similar criticism of softening segregation to keep white audiences comfortable and for allowing a white woman in the plot, movie, and in life to make money off of black stories. So pretty much, like you said, if you're a white person, there's just nothing you can do. Just get out. Just Everything, go to space, yeah. but don't colonize space. Just fly into the sun, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, and it's it's pretty frustrating, especially like I, I love movies i'm a movie fan and it seems like a lot of the films that especially that uh that little video we responded to mentioned their message was actually trying to preach racial acceptance and tolerance yeah. and it seems like you can't even do that nowadays because then you're not putting enough guilt and blame on white people that's right so it's, it's not necessarily that these people are looking for stories that are more conciliatory which is i think the word i was looking for earlier it's that they want things that are more divisive more mm -hmm. racially segregationist and unless it's that they're not going to be happy which is sad yeah. I think that's pretty much all we have to say for now. And as always, we would love to know what you guys think. Have you seen The Help? Do you think there is a pandemic of white savior films going on right now? Let us know. Uh, but that's it for now. Thank you so much for tuning in. And as always, we will see you next time.